Good morning. We're holding uh, Perak Yud Gimel, chapter 13. explaining over here how n- notwithstanding all the all the uh, differences that there are in, t- in, in uh, the variations of worlds that exist and levels upon levels upon levels and how how uh, drastically different one level is from the next level in terms of the Evolving worlds at a point that there are many points where you have a yeshmeyayan, a, a a world that is considered something that has doesn't have any relationship to the previous world, to the point that you can't trace its roots back into the previous realm because it is so much lower, it is so much uh, of of another kind of existence that it that it almost you can't you can't you can't make the link, you can't you can't identify the source. That's how much disconnected it is. And he says that happens at least three times in Seder Ishtashulis. From Malchus of Atzilus to the, uh, the uh, Chachma of Bria. And then from, Chach, from Malchus of, of Yetzira, of Bria to Chachma of Yetzira. No, I'm sorry, from Yefya. And then from Malchus to Yetzira to Chachma de Asiya. And then from Malchus to Asiya to the actual physical creation. So there are so many times where you have such a disconnect, meaning such a, such a uh, diminishment of energy that there's nothing left of the, previous, of the previous state. Aside for which, in each world itself, there are 10 droppings, 10 contractions, 10 limitations that enable, that, it, that cause the energy, that cause the energy to be refitted, refitted and redesigned again and again and again, which means it's so it's coming to a it's becoming so much less ne- right? Nevertheless, despite all these differences, in comparison to Hashem himself, everything is equal. Meaning the 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 elevated world, the most elevated world, and the most elevated attribute in the most elevated world isn't any isn't any closer or any more or contain more significance or value than the lowest creation in the lowest world to the emanator himself, to Hashem himself, to the Ein Sof himself. He says there is no difference between the highest and the low. And that's what we mean. Why? Because compared to true infinity, anything that has any kind of definition and compared to something that is truly undefined, Anything that has a definition is meaningless. Because the undefined and the infinite is not made up of pieces and of elements. And it doesn't, it doesn't contain any qualities. The qualities that we talk about, this is a quality and that's a quality. For instance, to us, intelligence is a quality. And someone, someone can argue and someone can say, someone can argue and someone can say that... Uh, you know, that uh, Hashem, His intelligence is so, so great 
It's, 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 it's way, 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 way beyond our intelligence. But that's really, really a foolish statement. Why? Of course Hashem has intelligence, but that's only after He contracts Himself to the relationship with the world. On the level of the infinite, it's not that He has a very, very great intelligence. He's way beyond intelligence. When we say way beyond intelligence, means an intelligence is not even a quality. It's a limitation. It's not a quality at all. It's meaningless. Literally meaningless. And that's, that's, his, that's what he developed in Sif Yud Beis. Uh, just like we understand to say that, um, that uh, coarseness and thickness and, and density of the physical is, is not a quality. It's only a, it's only a, 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 a limitation and a, and a, and a contraction. So to intelligence is also a limitation. Same thing. And the same kind of limitation. It's not in any way a lesser limitation. Okay. Compared to the Ein Sof. So now he says, um, um, now he takes it back, however. Hinei Hashiva, zu this, this, this equality. Hu lagaba ot atzmas oirin seif mamish. That's in comparison to the essence of the infinite light. Vuhu shalamai lama araham islabish olamos. That which is beyond the enclosed ray, the enclosed light that gets enclosed within the worlds. That which is surrounding all the worlds. It's bigger than the worlds. It's higher than the creations. Which isn't the case, which isn't the case as we estimate and as we view Hashem's light that encloses itself in the worlds. Hashem's light that does vest itself within the world, called the Mamalakalalman, the investing light. Quite on the contrary. There is a higher and there is a lower in the world of Atsilas. That means, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. There is a higher and there is a lower. Mitzadi Ebishter himself, Mitzadi infinite light, of course, there is a very, 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 there are gradations. And there are things that are hugely, hugely, hugely great. And, there's, and very important, and there are things that are usually, usually, usually small, tiny, tiny, small, and very insignificant. Very, extremely. As he says, Sheba Atzilus, because in Atzilus, Ha'orezu, this light, the light that was allocated for creation, the light was separated for the world. In Atzilus, that light, Begilu Rav, is very revealed. Va'atzim, very powerful. Yosem Bria, much more than in the world of Bria. Like we had spoken in like we spoke earlier. So, and then of course, and it gets diminished and diminished. So the, 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 the differences are huge. That's if we're examining this with a microscope, the worlds. But when we're looking at the entire Ein Sof, then it's, then, then all the differences, good morning, all the differences really mean, mean, mean nothing. Now the drawing of light the highest, the energy. From the Oir Ein Soif, from Hashem Himself. As it is drawn down into the worlds, at the beginning of creation. What caused this transition from pure, infinite, undefined energy and the transition into um, a, a more uh, definable, right? A, uh, what, into the realms of defined light, 
energy that does take on the limits. What caused that switch? Obviously, obviously we're dealing with a descent, an unmatched descent, an unparalleled descent of Hashem's light that it is descending to be related to, fin- to, 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 to finite, to finite uh, reality. Right? It's an incredible descent. So, so in the beginning of creation, all of this happened, it all happened on its own. Page 242, all of this happened on its own. This happened in a state of chesed chinam, of uh, a chesed, a kindness, chinam, which was an undeserved kindness. Hashem was giving it for free. He was, he was volunteering. It was on his own volition that he decided to transmit this light and make that, this transition from the infinite down into the finite. Why? Because he desires kindness and he wants to be mashpia. And there is the reason why he lowered himself down to be mashpia into the world. As stated in the Zoyar, when it arose in Hashem's desire to, to do this, to create the world. And afterwards, and afterwards, by the way, when we say it was with Hashem's own will, that also tells us that the creation of the worlds were only because He wanted, not because Hashem gets anything or there is anything to gain by creation. Because if there is something to gain by creation, which means if the creation is, you know, giving Hashem something, anything, whatever, um, if Hashem gets anything from it, it, it goes even deeper. It says it's a, what it's saying is that the, 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 he's not getting, but deeper than that, it says that there is no, there's no reason for creation. Literally no reason. So why Hashem created the world? The answer is just because. There really is no reason. Because if you'll give a reason, what is a reason? A reason means why the world needed to be created. What does it mean the world needed to be created? Its existence is going is to give something. If the existence is going to give something, that means it's going to give something to Hashem that He didn't have. And that we cannot say. So that's why the, the creation of the world was not for a reason. It was because of pure want. Pure want. That's what He wanted. Now the Alter Rebbe uses the term, he says, of, of Kantaiva, you say... What, what did he want? What he wanted was what he wanted, meaning what he wanted was not something that we can explain re- rational. What did he want? He wanted, as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya, that he wanted a dwelling place in this lower world. He wanted to create a very, very, very lowly, lowly existence and reveal himself in this lowly world, and there is no why for that. Like, what is there to gain? What is the pleasure from it? So he willed himself a pleasure without any reason. Now, it's interesting that I always thought that that nekuda, that the creation is the words of the Alter Rebbe, that if a is kakashanisht, that if a taiva, someone says, why? That's what I want. And he says it on the Yebush there. I always thought it's his, uh, but I, then I was reading it in the Shlach HaKadosh last week. I was looking something up. So he brings very strong, he brings from a, 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 a kadmain, uh, strong words, that that is just a... I was so excited to find it somewhere else outside of Hasidic, outside of the. Uh, as I have to really do an investigation by some people who know Hasidus really well. 
to see if this is what is being said. Um, basically, his question over here is, he brings Rabbi Yehuda Chayet, the Chayet, who we spoke, mentioned another time in the other Mimer, Chayet means a tailor. He asked Yosef Al-Kishtila, Rabbi Yosef Al-Kishtila. He asked the question, basically, this that you're asking, he asked why, when Hashem, he said, Why did Hashem decide to create the word Labara Uz? What happened at that time that he decided that now is the time to create? It seems like there's a change in him. Before he didn't want, and now he wants. So something changes in him. When Hashem got bored of something and he decided he wants a world, what happens now? Um, so then, I got the question, but I just want to get to this. Masha Sha'altam. Okay. He says that there were some people, those who believed the Kadmus, those who believed in, uh, in the, that the world always was, because they say it's better to say that the world always was than to say that Hashem is changing. And the world was always a, it was Him and there was a world. That's what some people thought. He says it's not even a shayla. Is what he says. Since Hashem created the world with will and not bechiyov, not because he was compelled to, but with his free free will, we can't give a reason why. Because there's no reason in will. If you're going to give a reason, like people say, why does Hashem create good? Because Hashem wanted to do good to His creations. Well, that's that means that before that, that, he, that, that and he's he's a good he, he's good, and he wants to do good, but that means that he needs the creation to do good. That's a reason. He says, if you're going to give a reason, if you're going to give a reason why a person wants this more than that. He says, That means that he wasn't free will. Something compelled his ruts, and so it's not, it's not a free will. He wasn't free to want it, or free not to want it. You offer someone a Mercedes, or a Mercedes, or an old, uh, uh, whatever, uh, what, uh, Mercury from, from, you know. So it, 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 he knows, he sees a better car. <laughs> he would choose one over the other. Not necessarily, but that's what he's saying. If you're going to ask for a reason, um, you're asking at the if there is a reason, if you're saying there's a reason above him, that is forcing him to do this. So he's, he's, la- he's saying that, that Hashem wants because he wanted. And that's the basis, I guess, of the Alter Rebbe saying, if I tie this concussion issue. He wants a reason, but here there's no reason. Anyways, but that's his his uh, his emphasis over here. So he says over here that the Ebrister, so the beginning when Hashem created the world, katzalik uh, So there couldn't be anything. See, that's what he's at the first initial time to provoke him. It's because it has to come completely from within him. There's nothing that could make him want. That means that the creation had it had to be. And that means that the creation is demanding its existence, which means the creation has something to offer, which would make Hashem limited by saying that. That the creation has something to offer him that he doesn't have. So it's all because so he wants. And afterwards, 
uh, it's dependent, it's dependent on our avoda all the time. Initially, Hashem introduced himself to the creation or created the world on his own, but afterwards he made it dependent on us. That he will draw down his aura, his ray, through our prayers and through our study of Torah and mitzvahs. However, this ray that we are drawing, however, once it's coming from us, and we're the ones who are stimulating it through our Torah and through our mitzvahs, then once we draw it down, we're drawing down much more than initially what he has invested and what he has transmitted to the creation. Once we are pulling it down, we, 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 we draw down the will of Hashem uh, to create with an extra, with, with much more oomph than that will initially was initially uh, to the creation. Mishum, and the reason is Sham Shacha, because the Ham Shacha is Mepchenas Oyrin Seif Hasoyv of Kalaman. Since we're going down, we're going up, when we're drawing every day, we're going to the Or Ein Seif, to the infinite one, Hasov of Kalam, and the one that en- encompasses all worlds, which over there, Ashav Omashve, where he, where he equalizes the highest point of creation and the lowest point of creation. And therefore, the, en- the energy over there is endlessly, literally infinitely, infinitely more powerful than that which is that little tiny thread of energy that is within the creation. And therefore, every day, since we're pulling from that infinite place, the power that is immersed, that comes, comes with it, is so much greater than its initial... Basically, since we're going to an, to, a, to, an, to an infinite source, whatever we're drawing from there is... is, is from him is drawn a new ha'ara, a new ray, every single day. To be enclosed inside the world. That which did not happen yesterday. Because Hashem, because Hashem is ain't so, so it's it's a level uh, much much higher than what was there before. Ulagaba orezu in comparison to this new ray that we bring in every day from the from the infinite source. Mizbatlim hasfiras va'olamos the spheres the attributes, even though they are so super mega big, compared to this light they they are nothing. As we said earlier, the highest and the lowest are absolutely equal compared to this light. So this causes a bittel in the spheres and the attributes and in the worlds that are receiving it and therefore they unify one with each other like this one sphere is much higher than the other and why should it unite with something that is so much lower than it why should it transmit to something so much lower than it but since it's since it's now receiving something that is equalizing it with the highest and the low so that causes the unification of the spheres and this is the idea of the yichud of this union between the attributes all right. Now we have already explained who is the keli, who is the vessel to receive who is the vessel that the ein sof should enclose itself in it. That is chachma. Chachma is the, the meaning even though we said earlier that compared to the ein sof everybody is equal in terms of quality of who they are. They're all equal. Nevertheless, Chachma is the only one whose ability to be a vessel for it, not because of the quality of Chachma, but because of the, of the bitl of Chachma. Because, Chachma. because Chachma is completely nullified and has no, no identity, that's the meaning of Chachma. Chachma is the ability to be silent and non, non, 
non-expressed, non... And that's why, since Chachm is the quietest from all the attributes, other, everything else flaunts its, its, its quality. So it doesn't have that degree of bittel. Chachma is total bittel. So to Chachma, Hashem can speak. The Ein Sof can speak. Because we can. The definitions of something and the parameters of something are what's blocking it. So if something is strong in its, in its who it is, then it, it's not a keli for the Ein Sof. When something is, is not... Again, so it's not, so you wonder, because how can you say Chachma is a keli? You're saying Chachma is a keli, you're saying Chachma is closer to the Ein Sof. And he just explained that nothing is closer to the Ein Sof. So the point over here is Chachma is closer to the Ein Sof not because of the quality of Chachma, of its, of, of what it is, but, but because of what it's not. And, and therefore, you can't say that Chachma be'etzem, what, that, that Chachma is, is, is closer and higher. It's not. Everything is nothing. But because Chachma is willing to acknowledge its nothingness and be totally butel, that's why Chachma can receive the light. So he says, the 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 that the should enclose itself in it. Because Chachma is the power of what? The power of total bittel. And this is the keli, to the dwelling of the Oyring Soif. Because the Oyring Soif, it means Kishmoy Kainu, ain't Sof. If he's ain't Sof, what does it say? Ain Oid Movadoi. There's none but him. Because if, if, if there's something else, then he's not ain't Sof. Because there's in that space where that other being exists, in the space where the other being is, the, 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 the Oyr is not there. So therefore, Mitzad, there can only be one, one, one ain't Sof. And that's the Eibishter. And therefore, in order to receive the Ein Sof, in order to receive the Ein Sof, you have to be willing to acknowledge the Ein Sof's, the Ein Sof's presence. And, what, is the, and what, what does it mean to acknowledge the Ein Sof's presence? That there's none but Him. As if, if you're welcoming someone in your home, you have to be willing to acknowledge who they are, whatever they are. So, so if you're inviting Hashem, you have to be willing to accept His reality. What's Hashem's reality? That He is and there's none but Him. That's why the only way you can invite Him is if you're willing not to be. So Chachm is the one who's willing to host Hashem by, by, by recognizing that there's nothing but Him and that's why Chachm is totally bottled. She'ein all before Him is not. And afterwards, and then the Ein Sof wants it received in Chachma, it can then be transmitted into the other nine spheres. It's through the medium of Chachma. The Chachma enclosed itself in the Bina. Which within the Chachma is the Oyrin Tzayf. So the Oyrin Tzayf is now reaching into the Bina. And therefore, that is when we're drawing down the new energy from the Ein Sof for the day. Who nikra yichud abba ve'ima? It's called the yichud of father and mother of Chachma Bina. Da'ainu sha'abba who b'chinas Chachmila, which means abba, which is Chachmila, supernal Chachma. Mekabel berishayna arizuma orin soif is receiving this aura first from the orin soif from the infinite. Omeir omashpia achakach be'bina. And it is illuminating and shining it into Bina. And that's why it's called the Yichud of Abba Ve'ima. But it's not really a Yichud of Abba Ve'ima. What it really means is 
that the worlds are now receiving a new, a new uh, 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 input and new energy from the Orient Saif himself into Seder Rishdalshlis. However, all of this is comparison, if we're referring to the Orient Saif that is enclosing itself in Atsilas. And definitely, there definitely are many, many, many worlds before Atsilas. And this ray is first entering into those realms. And in each world, it's first, received, it's first being entered into the Chachma of that world. And from there, and only afterwards does it arrive in the Chachma of the world of Atsilas. If so, why does it mention Yichud Abba Ve'ima? If really what's happening by Kriyashma is a Yichud on a much, much higher level. That's in the world of Atzilus. The, the Kabbalists didn't want to speak about what's happening higher than Atzilus. In such a high place. In other they didn't want to talk about it. The rule is. That by Kriyashma there is mamish, literally a new ray from the very, very core essential beginning of everything. That's the Oyrin Saif himself, Hasovev, that, that, that is still infinite. And, and from there is where a new Ha'ara comes. Let's read quickly. He's quoting from the Arizal. And he says like this. There is not one union in the spheres, the zun of Zuchra Venukva, these are the six emotions and Malchus. There always has to be a yichud of Abba and Bina, Chachma and Bina, because the energy to come down into Za and Malchus has to first be channeled through Chachma and Bina. Because again, there, there's no recipient of Ein Sof if it doesn't filter through Chachma. And he says, Abba Vima, Loikim Chayas Yosem Amaila. Abba the Imar taking it from a higher place, Adam Matzala Elion, until the true emanator, the supernal emanator. He is the only one who has the power, to renew continuously, because he is, has no end. Which isn't the case in the emanations. They only have what is given to them. And therefore, Da, you should know. There is no zivuk down below in the attributes closer to the creation. That that zivuk is not being drawn from above to the Ein And this is the real truth of Kriyashma. Because you have already known. The idea of Kriyashma is to unify Abba and Ima Lahamtsi Moichin Chadashim Lazah to draw down new moichim, lezah habanim, tezah the children, shalahem, kedeshe yuchlu gamhein lezdavik, so that they too should be able to have a zivug, lohaitzi banim acherim, to give forth other children, which means the neshamis and the malachim or whatever. Elechein tzarech b'shas kriyashma lechavin. And that's why yeah, at the time of kriyashma you have to have kavana, lahashlim hazivug ad ein soif. That's the kavana. The kavana is not chach membina. It's to unify the zivug ad ein soif. And Kesar is going to get from Atik Yom, which is the Pneumius of Kesar, Ad Ein Sof, until the Ein Sof. Because of our sins, we don't know higher than that, but 
The main Nakuda that he's saying is, Kriya Shema is not a Yichud of, of Midas, of attributes. Kriya Shema is reaching to the essence. And it's only that it's, when we say the Yichud of the attributes, means that it's, it's, it's being captured in the world. And then it begins the process. And if it stays only in Chachma, it's not really taken in. Because Chachma is still totally bottle. So you can't say it has entered. It has to go into the Bina. Bina already has already some form of Kali to hold it. And that's when it's in the Bina. All right. As Hashem, we continue tomorrow.